Good morning, church. Okay, I heard three people. Um, y'all know me. I'm not going to just let y'all get, get by the slide. Good morning, church. Good morning. All right. Better, 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 better. But we're going to work on some things as we get there. We're going to get there. Um, wow. Uh-oh. We're going to work on that, too. Uh, first of all, it's an honor for me to be in front of you, leading you in uh, today's uh, service. Uh, but I will say this. I got a question. I know, Doug, I know you're out there. I know you're on your anniversary your celebration and everything. You, y'all enjoy and y'all do that. Y'all, y'all, man, y'all have fun celebrating love, marriage, 20 years. It's great. But I got a question for you, bud. <laughs> why you do this? <laughs> okay, for real, why you do this? You, uh, you gave me a mic. I have a mic. And uh, you gave me some scripture and you said, freedom. You already know. If you know me, you already know. Get ready. <laughs> Gear up and hold on. And if your mom and dad is sitting next to you, you may want to hold their hand too. <laughs> but for real. Um, while we're doing this, I, I, want, I want you guys to know, we're going to be reading um, from Matthew chapter 14. We're going to pick up in verse 22. We're going to uh, go through verse 33. Um, so if you would, in your Bibles or on your apps and you guys at home and stuff, y'all want you to be turning there. And while you're turning there, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Um, as you know, I grew up, you know, just a little bit west of here, in, in between Kaufman and Crandall in a, in a community known as Gastonia. And um, while there, I grew up with my grandparents. And at this time in his life, my grandfather, there were two things that he did, but he did well. The first was he raised hogs. And yeah, lots of them smelly, I, the whole nine yards. He raised hogs. And the other thing that he did well was he loved to fish. Well, this particular story, um, he had invited the preacher out. Uh, you know, Joel, well, Joel Rand Sr., he had invited him out, and they were going to go fishing. And there was a tank just a little ways off from the house. And uh, they would go out and fish and everything with it, but they did Mr. Joel came out there, they went fishing, and they were out there getting ready and geared up and, you know, getting their baits, uh, getting their lines baited and hooked and everything. And my grandfather looked over and he saw Joel. Joel was normally thing, putting his waders on. My grandfather turned to him and said, um, Joel, I don't think you should probably do some wade fishing today because, uh, you know, it rained a couple of days ago. And with that rain, you know, the water is murky still. It's kind of murky. So you probably don't want to wait because I want you to be able to look around you and see what's going on in the water around you and everything because, you know, I've, I've, the, the snakes have been moving. So I don't, I don't think you should do that. But the, the preacher being a preacher, he says, don't worry. Don't worry, pup. Don't worry. I'm good. I'm good. And he waded out into the water about waist deep. Okay. And they were fishing, and they were getting it, and they, they would catch stuff. But uh, my grandfather noticed something. He noticed that the preacher froze. And um, Joel then slowly looked down. And then uh, Joel turned and looked at my grandfather. He had turned pale. Could you imagine me turning pale? <laughs> okay. He had turned pale. And his eyes were like saucers. And all he could say was, S -s 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 
My grandfather already knew. He already knew. But he, I'm going to tell you right now, nobody to this day can explain this one to me. Because my grandfather sat there and said that he saw this preacher rise up out that water. <laughs> Them waders came off. I don't know how. I don't know how. But he walked on water all the way back to the banks. I was told that he never wade fished at that tank ever again. But um, okay, okay. So we've arrived in understanding, though, today's sermon is going to be talking about Peter, a young Peter, walking on the water out to Jesus. And we're going uh, gonna to pick up in these verses in just a few moments. But um, what I want you to understand, your words may be a little bit different than what I may be reading because where I'm going to be reading is from the voice translation. Okay, um, but with that, if we would go ahead and we're going to pick up in Matthew chapter 14, verse 22, and it reads this. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go to the other side of the sea while he dismissed the crowd. Then after the crowd had gone, Jesus went up to the mountaintop alone as he intended to from the start. As evening descended, he stood alone on the mountaintop praying. We're going to stop right there for a moment. Remember, Jesus just finished his hillside revival, okay? This, this revival included feeding just 5,000 men. We don't know how many children. We don't know how many women, but he just did this, okay? And so he was looking for some long time. How many teachers? I, I got some teachers and friends in here and everything. We, sometimes we just want some long time. Get these kids gone. Even your own kids, you be telling them, go on. Okay, so this is what he's doing. He wants this. He, he wants this a long time because he just poured into these people. And so he said, yeah, he intended for his disciples to go ahead and go ahead and leave and go make ways at our next stop. Okay, let's continue. The boat was in the water some distance from the land, buffed and pushed around by the waves and wind deep, deep into the night. When he, came, when he had concluded his prayers, Jesus walked out on the waters to his disciples in their boat. Okay? Let's pause there again. I know I, I pause a lot. I do a lot of pausing and I do a lot of thinking. That's just what I do. But I'm, on, I'm of the frame of mind that it was, a, it was early evening. You know, about the time the sun was getting ready to go down. That Jesus, you know, he tells the disciples, hey guys, um, y'all go ahead and go. I got this. I got this from Rome. Y'all just go ahead. Go make ways. Like, find a room for us. Find us where we're going to stay. Y'all gone. He sends them on. He says, well, I'm going to go ahead and give these people their blessing. I'm going to let them go home. Because here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Because as he's blessing this crowd, he wants them to get home before it's too dark. He, won't, he don't want them traveling at night. So I'm thinking that this boat that they're in and heading across this water, there's still some daylight going on. Okay. That's when they started. And that's important that we know that there's still some daylight going on. Okay? But then, now the disciples, it tells us they've been on the water from then until sometime late in the night. And I'm imagining, we can show that next image up there. I'm imagining that they're out on this water. And uh, it's something kind of like from the deadliest catch. Okay? This boat is just rocking. And it's going out. These guys, they're. Again, they're battling and battling and battling in those ways. And if, if, if their boat gets turned just wrong, a little bit wrong, guess what happens? It gets capsized, and they're doing this. They were the same guys that were just at the revival with Jesus. 
So they're spent. They're tired. They're, they're worn down. Again, and, 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 and I can see that. I can see that. I can envision the waves. And these guys holding on. Okay? Sleep deprived. Maybe in a state of possible hallucinating. And then what happens? Verse 26. The disciples saw a figure moving toward them and were terrified. You bet I'd be terrified. The disciples. A ghost. Another disciple. A ghost? What will we do? As if already dealing with so much on their plate, so much right here. They're having to weather a storm, okay? And then up pops this ghost. Oh, but wait. Off in the distance. It's comforting what they hear next, right? They hear a familiar voice in 26. Jesus. Be still. It is I. You have nothing to fear. Then, of course, Peter, young, scrappy, arrogant Peter. You know, Peter just couldn't do it. He couldn't, he, he couldn't even follow the rule. He couldn't follow the rule. Jesus said, be still. You know what Peter said? Nah. <laughs> okay, 28. Lord, if it's you, command me to come out there where you at. Command me to come out there. And I can see it. I can see it. I can see it, Jesus. <laughs> Father. Always acts up. <laughs> Jesus. Indeed. Come. So Peter steps out of the boat into the water and begins to walk towards Jesus. But then he remembers how strong the winds were. And his courage caught up in his throat and he began to sing. Mm -hmm. Again. I'm imagining... Again, being this thinker that I am, I'm imagining that, I'm going to figure that Peter's walking out and he's bobbing like a cork. You know, he, he's walking out on the water. He walks, again, he walks out to Jesus. You, you got to understand this. Some of us, our concept of walking out to, we don't really understand what Peter really did. He walked out there. Okay? And I can imagine him walking and carrying on. And again, I'm going down with this wave. And I'm coming up with the next wave. And I'm going down with this wave. I'm going up. He was walking. And he was good. Let me tell you how. I could tell. He was good. He was good. Because on that upward move wave, he was looking out there. There's Jesus. I see you, Jesus. I'm coming to you, man. Here I come. Here I come. I can see him. Confident, strong. Yeah, he can too. You know, it's kind of like us when we're in church. Oh, we good. I'm a good Christian. Mm -hmm. Hey, I got my youth group around me. I'm good, good. I got my preachers. I got the praise team jamming. and It's good. God is good. Oh, man, life is good. My wife, she smells good. You know, it's just all those things. It's all good. Up wave. Jesus in sight. 
I can see you. But then there's a second part of it. The downward wave. Again, Jesus is out of sight. You at work. You ain't surrounded by the same people. You're not having the same conversations. People are cussing at you in, oops, and you have to take it. The kids in class are bad. Husband is snoring. He's crabby. All she wants me to do is fix, 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 fix. Maybe you're battling illness. Maybe you're tired. You can't get over this. Death is everywhere. It's falling on us, and we're dealing with it. We're getting another phone call. This person's sick. That person's sick. Will it ever end? Grandmother's dying. Brother's dying. Oh, I'm tired. My body aches. That downward moving wave. And I'm imagining that it's wasn't on one of those up, upward moving waves that Peter's heart came up into his throat. No, it wasn't. I think that it was on one of those waves that he'd been down for just a little too long. You know, have you ever been on the water just for a little too long? You, you start to panic, right? Am I the only one that's, that's ever done that? Uh, amen, Walls. Okay. okay. But it was on one of those downward moving waves that it happened. Fear sets in. It's when we're separated from God, fear sets in. It's when we're not around these people that fear can set in. And what did he do? He panicked. It says it right there. Peter. Master, save me. Verse 31, immediately Jesus reaches out and called him. Jesus, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt and dance back and forth between following me and heeding your fear? Then Jesus and Peter climbed back into the boat together and the winds became still and the disciples worshiped him. Truly, you are the son of God. Truly, you are the son of God. How many Peters do we have in this room? Some of us are willing to step out of the boat be different. Be bold. Maybe I'll stumble. Maybe I'll fall. But do I trust enough in Jesus? Do we trust in him like Peter? Lord, invite me out there with you. Let me join you. Can I join you? Do you realize what Peter asked for? Remember, hours out here, tired, on the water, these disciples were tired. But do you realize what Peter asked for? He asked to go out of the safety of the boat 
into the dark, rough, windy sea with nothing. With no life preserver like we have. With no lifeline. He chose to do that. Why? Because that's what it means to be a real Christian. You take off the training wheels. You go out a little further. Why? Because I trust, I believe. It's called faith. Sometimes it hurts. Jesus didn't tell us that being a Christian was going to be easy. Sometimes you lose friends. Being a Christian is not going to be simple. Sometimes we lose people that we thought were so great for us. But sometimes we have to step out and let Jesus take us where we need to. And we got to be bold enough to step out there. I don't know where you're at right now, church, on your faith journey. Maybe you're in the boat being tossed around and you're feeling tired. You're feeling sore. You're feeling alone. Now, if that's you, then I'm telling you right now, you're not alone. We have elders. We have, uh, we have brothers and sisters. We've got, we've got people ready to love on you. We've got people here for you. Maybe during the context of this sermon, you felt the need that you felt the same calling that, that Peter felt. And you, felt, you, you feel called to come and join in the waters of baptism, then, hey, we got people ready. You just tell me, hey, we're, we're ready to roll. With, we're ready to roll with where you are at. What I'm challenging you is this, is if you need us to give you some reassuring prayers, we're here. And I want you to understand, before we go into, this, uh, before we go into the closing song, I, wanna, I want you to understand, there's a, there's a number you could be texting if you need prayers, you don't want to. You don't want to go before anyone. There's a number that you can text. Even those at home, if you need us, um, text. We're here for you. Um, but in closing, I ask that Chris and the, the praise team lead us in one of my favorite books, uh, favorite songs from the book. It's old school, so a lot of my friends out here that are they got like you know, silver gray and no hair. <laughs> You're going to like this song. But um, I want you to pay attention to something. Uh, there's a line in this song that it reads, Oft in the storm, lonely are we. Okay? I'm telling you right now, you don't have to navigate these waters alone. We can do this together as we stand and sing.